Thanks again for doing this, ma'am. You guys want to party like rock stars? Follow me. Let's get drunk! Oils and ghouls, lock your doors and strap yourselves in. From Los Angeles, California, this is the Boo Crew Podcast. Horror news, commentary, reviews, interviews, and more. With your hosts, Tim Timebomb, Leone D'Antonio, Lauren and Trevor Shan, Austin Wilkin, and Rachel Tejada. Let's go! I'm Rachel. I'm Leo. I'm Lauren. I'm Trevor. And we're the Boo Crew! Minus a view. It's okay. <laughs> We got a couple people on Boo Crew Secret Missions. That's right. Austin and Tim today. This is the Boo Crew episode 48. This week, actress, singer, songwriter, Juliette Lewis. She'll be telling us about her new movie, Ma, in theaters May 31st. Hear about the secrets behind the making of the movie and revisit Juliette's iconic roles in genre classics like Cape Fear, Natural Born Killers, From Dusk Till Dawn in California. Then she takes us from the screen to the stage with a deep dive into her music career and her real life experiences with the paranormal. Now! This is Juliette Lewis, and you are getting spooky with the Boo Crew. The Boo Crew, the freshest cuts of new stuff. Here's Sweet Screams. Something is happening. Those guys? Dylan last night? Dylan attacked you? It's just the men. It's the meteorite. Gotta come closer. Don't forget to make a wish. Is this what you wanted? Your next stop, The Twilight Zone. Jordan Peele's The Twilight Zone, episode number seven. A terrifying tale called Not All Men stars Thaisa Farmiga, Rhea Seahorn, Ike Barinholtz, Luke Kirby, directed by Christina Coe, and written by Heather Ann Campbell, who was also a staff writer on Saturday Night Live and The Eric Andre Show. This is one of two episodes in the new Twilight Zone she has written. Plot involves a strange meteor shower that had some odd effects on the male population. Yes. Thoughts. I loved it. I really, really liked it. It was so fun. And intense. There was yes. a lot of like intense emotions going on. I heart Tysa for I knew that. <laughs> I know. I know. She's got this innocence about her. I mean, she was a nun in the nun, but she can go from innocence to like she can hold her own in any role, I think. Yeah, she keeps being put in these really scary situations. <laughs> and situations where I'm like, what the hell would I do? The secret sauce in that, I think, with her is we all know through watching interviews and things is that she is not a fan of horror movies. She's one of those people you take to a movie, she'd be screaming or hiding her face. That almost makes her the perfect actress for these projects like The Nun and The the Twilight Zone and everything because she acts genuinely terrified. Because she probably is. Yeah, you yeah. can see it totally on her face. Her face is just like oozing it. Especially in this episode. Exactly. There's so many moments yes. I was like, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I was so worried for her and for everyone. This is the first Twilight Zone that we ended up seeing, I think, Lauren and I. From yeah. The new- so, have you guys seen any of the other ones? The Jordan Peele no, Twilight No, you know, this Zone? is my first and I was shocked because I was like, they're saying fuck. And I'm like, what? They're talking about sex. I'm like, what? I didn't know it was a rated R series on CBS All Access. I'm so used to TV being censored. Yeah. I'm like, what? What am I watching? You know, like. It was pretty intense. Yeah. Well, I almost fell backwards here. Oh, my God. (laughs) Talk about Twilight Zone. (laughs) How about you, uh, Rachel? Did you see any? Is this the first one you saw, the Jordan Um, Peele ones? We saw the comedian. Oh. And that was really good, too. Cool. Yeah. I love how I think they're really maintaining the essence of like what the original Twilight Zones are, are all about is kind of like encapsulating the moral issues behind it. Like particularly this one. This one was saying a big message. I think it really came across well. It's kind of the whole thing about toxic masculinity and it's one of those things where you're watching it going, I have to stuff this happening here. 
happens every day. Right. Yeah. And that's what made it even more scary. It's like a mirror on society, which again, what you said, that's what was kind of a reoccurring theme in those early Twilight Zones and all the great horror comics and, and all those kind of things, like social commentary. They twisted it too, you know? I mean, they amplify it and make it more distorted so you can really see how, how ugly and mean society can be, which is great horror. No so scary. No, no meteorites needed. This was my first time obviously seeing Jordan Peele in the iconic role of the host of the Twilight Zone. Right. He did a great job. I was wondering, like, how would he look? What would he right. be dressed like? Is he going to come out in the suit and everything like that? And he did. And it was just great. He was His tone was perfect for it. It was awesome. Supernatural. Yeah, so stylish, too. Yes. You know, he just rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I love that it happens, like, when you don't expect it, which was, like, 12, 15 minutes into the episode. Like, it doesn't happen immediately. It happened, like, a good while after. Maybe because the episodes are now an hour long. Or yeah, it was about like 40, 40, 45 minutes or so, Yeah, which is good. I mean, still, it's a great bite-sized chunk to be able to sit down and knock that episode out and get your willies on and <laughs> and then look forward to more of these shows. They're so great. And now I know I'm being like picky, but I wish, I don't know if this is an option, but I wish there was an option to watch it in black and white. Wait, your wish is coming true. It is? Yeah. What's They're going on with that? All the episodes are being released in black and white. Yes. There's another version of these episodes in black and white? How are they yeah, doing I that? don't know the details, but I saw it online somewhere. There's a story online somewhere that starting, I don't know if it's like coming up in a few weeks or June, July, but all the episodes are being released in black and white. Oh, that's so cool. Classic. Yep. Yeah. It just makes me think of the original and I love the original and watching marathons on Thanksgiving. That's my Thanksgiving memories. It's just watching episode <laughs> after episode and no one, no one saying like, you have to stop. I had no responsibilities, <laughs> no diapers to change. Those no days bullshit. are gone, Lauren. Those Shut days up. are gone. Shut we up. could Let barely get back. through a 45 minute episode. <laughs> 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 Took us two days All to watch true. a forty-five minute episode of the Twilight Zone. It did. <laughs> Damn! Seeing as this is our first entry back into this new Twilight Zone, I'm looking forward to visiting the zone again. Yes, me it's too. Fucking awesome! It's worth those two days, and it got renewed too. Another season yes. coming after this, yes. so yeah. we have that to look forward to, which is great. And Glenn Morgan produced this episode. Yay! Good to see his name out there again. Mm -hmm. Thanks for good. Except yeah. that I, I like Tyson Farmiga. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because we're going to hear that song you wrote for Taisa Farmiga right now. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it is me you're looking for. That's really creepy. It's too creepy. You got Leo in your eyes. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not sure if that's a song you're going to be singing. It ain't much, but it's all you. Cool basement. You're free to do whatever you want down here, but nobody go upstairs. This is so sick. Welcome to Mars. Go ahead, scream. That's all we need. Another victim crawls onto the gurney for a Boo Crew autopsy. Joining the Boo Crew in the Speakeasy studio is an unstoppable creative force. As an Oscar and Emmy-nominated actress, she has elevated some of the most revered film and television shows of our time. From Martin Scorsese's Cape Fear, Oliver Stone's Natural Born Killers, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, to the now iconic holiday comedy film National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, <laughs> and 2009's absolutely electric Whip It. Robert De Niro, Drew Barrymore, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Shirley MacLaine, Tarantino, DiCaprio, Depp, doesn't even begin to form the list of the entertainers fortunate enough to have shared the screen with her. She's also a brilliant singer, songwriter, and musician, releasing her first EP with her band The Licks in 2004, two subsequent full-length albums before assembling the new romantics in 2009, and finally her most recent EP, Future Deep, in 2017. She's played countless shows and festivals, including Vans Warped Tour, Lollapalooza, and concerts around the world with bands like Muse and the late Chris Cornell. It is perhaps her natural musicality that makes her so compelling in a 
addictive to watch. In both her songs and in her roles on screen, she finds these unexpected pockets between the beats to thrive in, places that aren't obvious, and that's where she creates pure magic every single time. On May 31st, she joins a cast including Academy Award and Golden Globe winner Octavia Spencer for the new Universal Blumhouse horror film, Ma. It is our esteemed honor to welcome Juliette Lewis. What an intro. You must be a musician. Description. Me and my boyfriend, we geek out all the time about the space between the beat. Right. Yeah, yeah. What's not played is as important as what's played. That's very true. He's a drummer. But yeah, it's funny because coming into theatrics as a kid, I didn't have a lot of dialogue half the time. So I am a very physical performer right so that's always fun and then sometimes i'll get a script where i do have good words as well like or they matches behavior and words which is more rare but i don't mind not not speaking <laughs> <laughs> so everybody has a first horror movie that they've seen yes what was yours and what was your experience okay this is what is funny as i was coming to the boo crew great name by the way <laughs> thank you i'm such a moron i was like what is this podcast and my friend was like, well, it sounds like it might be scary. <laughs> I didn't even put it together. <laughs> I'm silly like that. Okay. So I had a brother who was obsessed with horror movies. Mm. I don't know if a lot of sisters have this brother, but he had a video camera when he was 12. So he was always recreating, you know, he'd surprise you with a butcher knife or play the Halloween music during Halloween outside our window. No one really came to our house. Maybe he scared them. Anyway, the first <laughs> horror movie I ever saw, I don't know how old your audience is, is Phantasm. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. A tall man. <laughs> yes. I was nine years old wow. and scarred for life because, again, I was in my brother's care and I ran out of the theater. I think this was a back in the day we used to like sneak into movies. Oh, yeah. Don't know if the kids do that today, but um, <laughs> they don't have to. Okay, anyway, and I ran the finger that was like inching on the floor. Remember, it was cut off. Okay, anyway, <laughs> Phantasm. And then, I mean, I could go on. Ma has a sensibility to me that warms my heart because it reminds me a little bit of Carrie in that you get into the psychology of people and that's as scary as what a person is capable of later, right. you know? Totally. That's like true horror, I think, is kind of the humanity behind it all. Is that what they call it? There's different genres within the horror yeah. genre? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I should learn. Because <laughs> this is what I like. I'll tell you what I, again, I'm dating myself, but it's Carrie, it's the Exorcist. I guess it's sort of thriller-ish. Is that even horror? No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But then Definitely. there was like the chainsaw guy. Leatherface? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah there Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, Rosemary's Baby? Oh, yeah. Like that. that would probably be good to watch as I'm an older person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the ones that I've recently revisited. And I remember seeing it as a kid and it was just over my head. But right. now it's like, that's even more scary than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like monsters? Are you a monster fan? It was funny because when I did From Dusk Till Dawn, mm -hmm. which is a nice mashup of genres because yes. it's a Quentin Tarantino movie written with Robert Rodriguez and then it turns into a vampire movie. Those monsters were so good. Those zombies were like hung out in 100 degree weather and it was just me and these zombies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 
and I, I revered them because they didn't complain or say anything and they were dressed you know in this unbreathable all their stuff oh. but they looked really real and gooey and scary but like Frankenstein I could get into some stuff like that yeah From Dust Till Dawn is in my top three best horror films of all time oh that's I cool. love that movie you had one of the coolest kills in that movie when what? you uh, stick the cross down Cheech's throat and <laughs> his his out. eyes are spraying he melts yes. in front of you and he's spraying right. water in your yeah it was incredible I was like please remind me <laughs> I knew I somewhere had that I had a crossbow yeah you also had the I most badass weapon I did the yeah. end yeah yeah, yeah. these Spoiler things alert. oh Jesus <laughs> these things call me I don't know it's like when you carve your trajectory on films you pick you're right. sort of like they have your name on it or you put your name on it you know what I mean but the fact that I got to at 22 you know sort of I have a crossbow and kick some ass and then end it with George Clooney hey and saying see you later <laughs> that's, that's kind of cool that's really cool <laughs> I don't know how that happened another great film that you've done 1993's California you played it so unsettling and real to the point where it felt at times like you were watching like a documentary there's one scene in particular where you guys get picked up by David Duchovny and Michelle Forbes and there's a scene in the back of the car where just when you get picked up you're trying to play it as cool as possible and that you're not from this trailer park and everything but then when you're in the back seat the lens on Brad's glasses fall uh-huh. out and you go into this incredible <laughs> monologue about him working at the mirror factory it's just masterfully played can you tell a little bit about how you found that role that's so awesome to hear your take because again so that role is a director named Dominic Senna who went on to direct Gone in 60 Seconds like huge movies yeah. but he came from the video world and he let me go so I improvised half that role whoa yeah and uh, it was my first what I call my first official character because I sort of changed my voice it came out of this baby voice I was <laughs> using at the time <laughs> sometimes and then I developed it into the character but she talks really soft and, and I felt like she was stunted like a nine-year-old but it was fun like to make stuff up like with David to company there's this scene where I'm like I like wind yeah. Brian <laughs> like I just made that up like Half the time, I think I'm channeling some spirit somewhere. I really like your music. I'm a big fan, and I love the song Ghosts. Oh, yeah. Have you had any paranormal experiences? You just segued. You just read my mind. Maybe Maybe we went right into the... Wow. Because I was just saying paranormal activity. Here's the problem. Every time I go into a hotel, I'm not a TV person. So when there's a TV, I'm reminded why I don't have a TV because <laughs> four hours of my life will go by or whatever. And it's always a marathon. It's either forensic files or in this case, paranormal activity. And that was just horrifying because you should never watch two hours of that <laughs> and then try to go to bed in a hotel in Louisiana. No. Wow. wow. Horrifying. And, and then I still, well, to answer your question, Yes. Yes. I'm full believer in energy, energy unrest, energy you perceive from other people, energy. I always say, even I work in emotion, energy. I like to tell people, like I sometimes I'll speak 
places <laughs> at acting schools or whatever. But if you come into a room and you perceive two people, you just came in and there's an energy there. Maybe they were just fighting and they stopped. You're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Good. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're good. And you're just like, what am I perceiving? And it's done. They're not arguing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so totally. Like, so that's energy. And then, but to answer your question, I was shooting Cape Fear and... Love that movie. Thanks. <laughs> that's one of the scariest movies. People don't, they think it's thriller. I say it's uh, horror. I mean, Robert De Niro. Yes. I mean, that guy's a scary dude. I so mean, scary. And they pushed it like he gets doused with a uh, flame. Hey, my, my character does that. <laughs> right. I, another flame. I throw a flare gun. <laughs> And then he gets, so he looks kind of yeah. like a monster. Well, he has a monster. I mean, he bit off the girl's face. Yeah. The secretary. <laughs> I mean, geez. He added, that's them tr- pushing the, I guess, the thriller genre yeah. into like how scary right. can we be. So at the time you were playing this character of Danielle a few years younger than you actually were. Yes. Was that something that Scorsese uh, allowed you to bring out yourself or did he have that? like in mind what he wanted because this is innocence your character at the time and then at the same time it's like hey Danielle I got this tropical cancer book for you you know go read it and come back to me you know? <laughs> which was why it made me go like who is this Arthur Miller oh my god he's so pervy <laughs> so I read a hit I read yeah just to be educated no I was you know living on my own at the time I had a boyfriend I was playing younger and that was my thing for a minute like well I don't know I'm not my thing i really understand vulnerability but also the nuance and layers of a personality and then of course i wanted to blow that wide open with natural born killers right i just always wanted to like flip-flop all the time and then after natural born killers i did a comedy that no one saw but that would have been a brilliant move had some people seen it but <laughs> it was a steve martin comedy oh, wow. nora efron directed okay but cave fear was so important on many levels i mean it's, it's just one of those cases of where i think the remake is better than the original yeah you know, oh yeah 100 percent. so well crafted yeah. Well, that again was, and I learned the brilliance of Scorsese and the writer wanting to, and the actors involved wanted to get into the psychology of like a broken family. They thought that was more interesting than the perfect thing and then the bad guy. So it was sort of like a bad guy finding the vulnerabilities of the family. And so I stepped into that. But back to the ghost story. Yes. I was in Fort Lauderdale because it's where we shot part of it and staying at like, uh, what was it? A guest something? Guest suites? Okay. And I was always open to having a spirit friend. Okay. <laughs> like, hey guys. You're, I don't know. You're calling for one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is that weird? Did no. No, that? no. No. I don't know. I was just open to receiving messages or giving messages. I'm not sure. Okay, so I was sitting in this hotel. It was way back when, so this was like 91, but you had cable boxes. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's little buttons and then it goes, and it sh- switches to another station. So I was in the room and I don't know if I was trying to conjure spirits at this time in my life at all, <laughs> but I was sitting there bored and then I walked to the bathroom and my TV just went and it changed and it went to Jacob's ladder. <gasps> so I, I turn around I'm like, what? 
did my TV just change? Oh, what is this movie? And I change it back. And then do I wait a little? And then it changes again back to <gasps> Jacob's Ladder. Oh, my God. And I was like, whoa. Okay, is there a short circuit in my TV? <laughs> so then I start going, if you are here, press two for yes and one for no. Now I'm just doing a game. I wait <laughs> three minutes and then I get up to go to the restroom and it changed. It did the yes. No. Oh, no. <laughs> proof. I know. And then, of course, and then you just keep wanting more yeah. proof. Always. So I go, okay, well, uh, all right. Well, what are you trying to show me? Or who are you? And so I sat down and I was kind of frozen with fear at that point. And I felt as though someone sat right next to me. Oh, you know, the no. energy of a bed going down. Yes. And I got up. And so from that point on, I had scary thoughts at night. Someone yeah. standing. So this was not a friendly spirit is Ugh. what I'm saying. Because then they yeah. put, if they're sometimes, especially watching paranormal, if they're in this fear or this horrible traumatic incident, sometimes that's the messengering they'll give you message. Yeah. Yeah. Did it go away after you left that location? Um, it was there for a long time. I even told my dad at the time, and he's like, tell him to go. Go get another body. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's that simple. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, yeah. like, because they're trapped. And then I, ugh. But I had a few more occurrences, really uncomfortable. Mainly, this was a not a nice person. Oh, A nice ghost. No. <laughs> Do people talk about their ghost stories yeah. all the time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. No, I like this one. This one's good. <laughs> he was yeah. scary, this yeah. one. Cause I just kept picturing. So I would check the bed, check everything, you know, check the room all the time. And I went away and came back a couple times. And then I named him Jack. I don't know. Oh, that's a nice name. Well, Jack for like Jack the Ripper. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Sinister. Yeah. You had the opportunity. I'm a huge fan of your music as well. You had the opportunity to work with Omar Rodriguez Lopez from Mars Volta on your Terra Incognita album. It is so thrilling. And it was so thrilling to hear you work in the realm of these cinematic odd meters on that record. Yeah. And what you're doing just kind of soars over top of it like Starlight. And I was wondering if you could talk about that experience and how working on that album changed Well, it's so you. neat to hear you talk about it. It's so funny because at the time, it, the, it was when the economic crash happened mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and yeah. I broke up with my other band. I was trying to expand musically because the licks is very much a guitar-driven cock rock, for lack of a better um, <laughs> term. But that was sort of what I liked about it to spin that on its head but um when i met with omar this was my chance to i felt like i evolved as a singer to as a songwriter and i sort of likened some of these characters in the song as a haunted lady so this was like sort of what i call my haunted lady music so you have like ghosts and yeah. some of it i wrote on piano but like a seven-year-old would plunk notes yeah yeah some of those weird chord structure omar heard my little little piano demos he was all like you need to release a record like that but he produced the music and did all his wild there's a song on there called female persecution (laughs) and his his guitar playing is some of my favorite things it it, to me it was like a bull that came out it was it's so cinematic i contribute
attribute that all to Omar and how his just strange. Oh, and my friend Chris Watson at the time, he is he's very Pixies influenced, but I, you're not going to necessarily hear that. But he does weird uh, guitar, uh, weird um, chord structures. And are you working on anything right now? New music? Eventually, I will. Yes, I'm going to song right next week. Good it's cool. awesome. Thanks. <sighs> so excited. Me for and that. my guy Brad Wilk, who's an excellent drummer, we're gonna create from this dynamic oh wow that's yeah. awesome we actually just had an artist in here amigo the devil he played drums on his record yeah yep that's so cool <laughs> yeah. he performed yeah he was yeah awesome. he was seriously he was really seriously good stuff. am yeah. i shortchanging my time here maybe i need to come back <laughs> definitely definitely yeah. i'll yeah, perform we're some about... haunting music oh, yeah. 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 yes yes that would be Scary. incredible that would be, that would be incredible thanks <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about mom yeah. Right? Comes out May 31st, directed by Tate Taylor. Talk about how you found out about the project and got involved. Okay, so many things in w- just talking how you've talked about me. And then I just love when I see other people break the mold and they do what's unexpected. So here you have Tate Taylor, who's got on the map from The Help. Right. Totally different type of movie than Ma. You have Octavia breaking the mold on what people expect from her and playing a role that's so subversive (laughs) so funny so wicked I mean there's so many elements to what she's doing and then of course I'm sort of being the good guy and playing a very well-rounded mama lioness of uh, Diana Silvers who's the young girl in it Maggie 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 yeah so the whole thing is, we just got lucky. The casting is so incredible. And then Tate, we all stayed. Okay, talk about ghosts. I really missed out. I, and I wonder if these, here's, okay, we stayed in Natchez, Mississippi is what I'm trying to say. So Natchez, Mississippi, you have all the, you know, history around in Mississippi and Tate had a a converted old, old house from that era. And so a lot of us stayed at his house because he knows how to economize. (laughs) 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 So you're not paying for a hotel. No, and it's a gorgeous, lovely place. But there's a lot of places haunted in the in the South. Was that that place haunted? It's supposed to be, but I didn't find a new ghost friend (laughs) or terror. (laughs) You will. You will one day. Can it just be a nice, like, a girl with a doll who needs help, like, released from the forest? I can guide her. This sounds like the next horror movie. Yeah, it really does. It's never a fairy tale. Because they're stuck. There's no, like, jokey ghost. Although there are some... Well, that's a trip. I was just going to go into something that's too intense. Okay. Hey, intense is good. Yeah, my dad passed. I had all kinds of really wild happenings. But so to me, that's spirit energy. Mm-hmm. It was really like uh, 30 butterfly, white butterflies appeared in my yard every day of that week wow. of his passing. So it made me and just all these things. I'll get goosebumps talking about it. But there were all signs my dad was showing me, look at beauty, look at beauty, look at life, look at beauty. Like it was almost a psychedelic Wow. Experience. Yeah. Okay, Ma, what? <laughs> <laughs> She's back. 
<laughs> well, it's fun to have you back in the horror genre because it's been a while since the I 90, know. you know. And then also Octavia Spencer, she was in Rob Zombie's Halloween, right? That's right. Yeah, she Wait, had, Octavia she was? Yeah, yeah, she was. One of her, yeah. Like a short role, uh, but. Way in the beginning of time before she won awards. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Wow, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. She's got a brutal murder scene. She does, yes. She does Very a brutal cool. murder scene. At the end, but yeah, yeah, when I saw her and your name pop up, I'm like, this is exciting. It's <laughs> so exciting. And then I got to see the movie. I was really knocked out, you know, because I've learned in this business never to have expectations of the outcome. I mean, you sometimes do a movie, think it's one thing, and you see it, and you're like, ah, that fell flat. I don't know how. And this does not, this has everything you want, like the psychology, the tension, yeah. but it's funny, but it's uncomfortable. And then I think it appeals to all of us who... You know that one adult? I don't know if you did what we call where you get people to buy you alcohol. As kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shock and awe. <laughs> in my past. <laughs> but you're always like later in hindsight being adults, you're like, that's questionable behavior from an adult. Right. Okay. What's that person about? So Ma takes it a step further and invites kids into her house. She wants to be popular and we learn why. Dun dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> Did you keep anything from Ma? Like, um, do you keep any of your costumes or props or anything? Octavia would have some good good stuff to keep whether yeah. it's like a sewing needle oh i saw yeah that i saw trailer. that in the trailer and i was like whoa <laughs> there are scissors that she uses on a on something let's see what would my gum no i didn't i didn't not anything from this have you kept anything from past movies oh my god you're this is a sore subject because i didn't as a kid did not know yeah that having my script from natural Run killers or scenes that i wrote on a napkin when we were staying in Chicago and then showed Oliver like, hey, I wrote these lines. Could I say this in the prison? He's like, yeah, let's give it a try. Like, that would have been cool to have. Right. And I yeah. threw it away because as a kid, you don't. Or I mean, I was 19. You don't know. So um, to answer your question, yeah, I have like weird things. I had some teeth from a TV show where I had like buck teeth. <laughs> I used to have from Natural Run Killers the shirts that with the graphics, the cartoon Mickey and Mallory. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're like really big um, muscle characters. Right. I've seen them online because they only made 50 of them. Oh, wow. So like on Instagram, a couple of people had tagged me and I was like, wow, that there's like 50 of those shirts. Wow. Back to Ma, describe the dynamic of working with Tate Taylor. Tate is so cool because the director, he can juice it up while you're in the moment. So he can go hey, you need to be stronger with her in this scene because he knows what like the audience will be needing in this moment or something. Right, Am right. I giving something away? Okay, good. <laughs> I wish there was like a buzzer on my hand. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> spoiler buzzer? Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> be the next thing. Well, that's exciting about the movie is that you watch the trailer and you, you realize it's one of these movies that's going to be revealing secrets throughout and it's yeah. going to be a real experience to kind of sit there and discover all the secrets with an audience, which is exciting. It's so awesome and it also utilizes it plays on all our current trappings like people wanting to be like the phone doing selfie and then cute videos and popularity all, yeah popularity yeah. and it really gets into that and it becomes a bit icky 
well, a lot for Ma, <laughs> but it's good. It's good like that. And then even the kids naturally, oh, shoot, now I do have a buzzer in my own head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, anyway, I'm just ticking. It, it's pretty cool. It's a new, I've not seen anything like it. And the test screenings, like people are walking out like, just tense and but exhilarated you know all this yeah. stuff it should do like a scary ride that's awesome and then so besides ma what else you got in the pike coming down i'm in this next i get to work with mark ruffalo who's just the dream actor person i've worked with him before as a director he directed one movie and i got to work for him in that way it's called i know this much is true and it's a wally lamb book it'll be an hbo limited six-part series oh wow so i've been shooting that and it's really fun a different role for me because you know every time you do something like i did this thing that lena dunham created called camping Mm -hmm. and i played this really far out character and i know people sometimes expect that you do not know how difficult this role was because she's hypersexual and really crass and I know people are like that should come easy (laughs) not at all it's not who I am at all so anyway this role with in Ma totally different like super grounded strong woman and then with um, Mark I play an academic a graduate student who's becoming a professor and super narcissist. She's a little bit hot, you know, really elitist and a lot of talks incessantly. So it's, <laughs> it's a fun thing for me. Oh, I like characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you I do. Know, I know because you played so many awesome characters and so many badass women. Thanks. I'm just wondering, like, how do you choose those characters? I mean, they're so diverse and so funny and vulnerable. Great. Nice to hear that. I like complexity. So I like layers. I like when somebody, they're showing you one thing, but there's a whole interior life going on. And then also movies, you know, because you can't always pick a role, but you want to be a part of a great team. And then, you know, and then I was known, it was funny. What? The dimming of the lights. Jack's here. Huh? Oh my God. <laughs> no. Oh, by the way, wait, I, just as an aside, leading up to this, this strange place we're in, because I'm like, which valley is this? You know, it's the other valley. Right, right. Yeah. This is the other, other valley. I'm a valley girl. I love valleys. Anyway, but you guys couldn't have cast a better, like, security guard when you come in here. And I was like, oh, is this God. rigged? He talks a little too long you know in horror movies like yeah I, I, I recognize you from your voice so uh and he's talking to me I'm like uh okay this is cool but I'm in a rush <laughs> I'm so sorry I think Go. I know which guard it was too was the one I'm thinking oh, of yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's fine it's just a little you know in a yeah. horror movie there's always a sketchy person that, that just lingers a little too long yes, yes. I forgot what I was talking about Oh, the characters and people. I always want to do what I haven't done. Mm-hmm. So that why I mentioned what I just did is people be like, oh, yeah, you play airy and strange and kind of hippie. Okay, here's another airy, strange, hippie girl. Here, play the... And you're like, no, 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 I did that. So I would want to... And now I play an in- intellectual. You know what I mean? So I love... My dad's a character actor. I guess it's it's just a... just love 
people and different energies. And I, I obsess because I'm like, I sound too much like myself, you know, but it's like I am myself. <laughs> <laughs> Can't completely transform. I would like to see you do more horror. All right. Let me explain something to you about that. this genre. It is so, I analyze acting half the time. I'm like, this is not normal because it'll be like 3 a.m. You, okay, say, take Cape Fear. You're emotional. You're creating all this fear and screaming. I I screamed in the movie and I remember f- going there going, huh, how am I going to play like I'm fighting for my life? I've never experienced that. And I was flying there and the plane dropped. It was one of those turbulence things where it dropped Jeez. and I was scared out of my wits. And I was like, oh my God, you must remember this feeling because I'm not a, an acting <laughs> class actor person but i knew enough so i was like this is it this is fear for your life but my point is when you play that genre right. you're manifesting all that energy and you're you sweat your adrenaline's going through the roof it's intense i'm almost yeah so i'll get to it i'll try to <laughs> did you need a vacation from ma oh my gosh in the end that we're not saying a lot of oh yeah there's a scene Oh, yeah, I'm not saying anything. (laughs) (laughs) She felt the buzzers. My intern, I'm the worst at that game, too. If you're like, you cannot say blah, blah, blah. Hey, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) My sister does. I almost have Tourette's with it. So it's like, don't stop that. But yeah, it was really intense, especially where the movie ends up. And we'll see. What happens? We are excited. Very excited. So excited to see this. All right. Comes out May 31st. If Juliet picked this role, you know it's going to be a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. (laughs) Everything she's done is amazing. Yes. Juliet, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my God. I already miss you guys. I'm going to come back. Please. Please. That was great. Please. My God. This is the most fun I've had in a long time. That was the Boo Crew Podcast episode 48. Special thanks to our guest, Juliette Lewis. Follow her at Juliette Lewis on Instagram and Twitter. Indulge in all her incredible film and music projects. And if you're listening to this at the time of release, go see Ma in theaters everywhere May 31st. Till next time, it's the Boo Crew saying, see you on the other side. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Tales from the Boo. The Boo Crew is Tim Timebomb, Leone D'Antonio, Lauren and Trevor Shand, Austin Wilkin, and Rachel Tejada. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation. Bye. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now.